Ross, welcome. This is the Overtime Penalties World Cup Draws Show. I'm here with David and Lewis. That is a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> you all right, Lewis? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. So, <laughs> Did uh, you like that? Lewis is giving me a look like, no me gusta. <laughs> it was like you're being sarcastic with my idea. Oh, my God. Are we getting feelings now? A little bit. Uh, can we I'm, move up? It's late. It's we late. Have, it's we late. have no power. We're, we're, in, out. we're in the Let's dark. Let's chill out. Let's yeah. chill out. What are you getting mad? <laughs> I'm not mad. Um, so, well, that's how it is. the World Cup draw was uh, yesterday morning. We're recording Saturday night, uh, December 2nd. Uh, the World Cup draw took place on December 1st, Lewis. Yes. Um, for Russia 2018, yes, that thing is still happening. The tournament in the summer. Um, obviously, we're not going to... Be as excited for it as uh, the U.S. is not in the World Cup, and we had planned to follow and and uh, cover the U.S. But we will still cover the the uh, the World Cup. We just haven't figured out how exactly we're going to cover it. We've adopted teams. We've talked about this in a previous show, but I think our collective adopt adopted team is Colombia at this point, right, Lewis? It is. It is. I will allow you guys to. Uh to join our fan base for uh, for next year. Allow? Yes. Hmm. Yes, I will allow you guys to root for Colombia. I don't know if I want to root for him now. Oh. All right. All right, so let's go ahead and just break down the groups. We Everybody knows uh, the groups already. You guys certainly know who's playing who and where, uh, who landed where. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead and break it down, give our uh, analysis. So if you guys are... Uh, I'm sure that you guys have... Tune into every other uh, sporting show, podcast, or uh, TV show that has broken down the group. So um, this is our take on it. So if you want to hear three idiots talk about uh, stuff they have no idea, uh, you know, no knowledge of, get to the right place. So um, let's go ahead and uh, begin. Uh, the The draw was done a little differently uh, this time around. Um, usually the uh, the draws or the pots. Are determined by uh, by region, so you you would have a pot for uh, the CETA teams, you have a pot for the European teams, and then the two remaining pots were uh, a combination of the the, the four remaining uh, confederations, um, whether that be South America and Concacaf or Africa and Asia. Um, that's normally how FIFA had always done the draw. This year they decided to change things uh, up a little bit. Um, so now they did it by FIFA ranking. So uh, you had the the top eight uh, seeds, uh, top eight rankings, uh, top ranked teams in the world. I'm sorry. <laughs> Somehow top, Poland we'll get ended to, up in that pot. <laughs> we'll we'll get to the the the, uh, the reasoning uh, b- behind that or the why that happened. But um, so you had the the eight seeded teams, and then the the remaining uh, 24 teams. Um, you broke them down into the three different pots based on their rankings. So the next highest eight were put into pot two and so on and so forth down to pot four. And what happened um, because of it is you no longer have a group of death um, because of it. A, a lot of people were were talking about uh, what was the group of death this time around, but um, we had about three different groups and nobody could agree with... Uh, with which one was the actual group of death so um i think people had to like really squint to see um if this was a group of death or not for me i have a distinct group of death 
You have a di- really yes. Well, it, it's funny yeah. because I think based on if you look at the teams in the pots, um, I think and it's by name only, pot four virtually assure uh, assured that a group of death was not possible. Um, there was nobody in that pot with the exception of I think Nigeria, and I think it's just by name only that you could not have a group of death. I mean, okay. there was nobody right. in pot four. I don't give anybody in pot four any sort of chance to get out of their group. And pot three, you're kind of, I don't know, like you might have a dark horse in there somewhere, but... Uh, you, I, I, I don't remember exactly what pots were which, but in looking at the groups and the way that the, 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 the groups break down, Bobby, I don't know about you, the group of death has always, to me, has always been... The four teams in each in in the group has a chance of advancing into the next round. So right. you you look at you look at teams you look at teams like Tunisia or Australia or Iran and you go okay they're never going to be out of, they're not going to get out of the group. But it's highly unlikely they're going to get out of a group. Well, let me tell uh, to you, to me, a group of death is four or three very tough games and teams that could advance out of the out of the uh, the um, the the groups, yeah, uh, three 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 or four games. You're saying, I don't see I'm, that. I'm, I'm you're you're looking at these groups. So and we'll go we'll go down group A, group B, and then we can decide. I'll let you guys know which. Group, yeah, we'll, we'll, which we'll break one it is down. My group. Right, we'll break it down. Like I said, there's been talk about it in, in social media and every other TV show out there. You, there's at least three that have been mentioned. So obviously, if nobody can really agree to it, then there really isn't one. It's just opinion based, and you're kind of. Like I said, you're squinting to see if there's a group of death or not. So let's go ahead and just start breaking down the groups here. Um, we'll start with Group A. It is seated, uh, headed by, like that group. by by Russia. Um, being the host nation, we knew that Russia was going to be uh, seated in Group A. And everybody in pots 2, 3, and 4 were really hoping that they were being drawn into this group because Russia is the um, the the worst ranked team in the entire tournament. They are the one seed that probably isn't a legitimate seed. And uh, historically, the host nation usually gets a pretty easy group. Yeah. Um, so everybody is was hoping to get into this one, but only three were able to do so. The three winners of that sweepstakes were Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay, which means that the first game in... Uh, the World Cup 2018 is going to be Russia versus Saudi Arabia. That sounds exciting. Uh, the two lowest ranked teams in this particular tournament is the opening match of uh, the World Championship. Wait until, of the, this 48, wait until the 48-team World Cup. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be Saudi Arabia and, I don't know, Panama. Possibly. I, I actually think that might actually might be a better game than Russia. But... Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, we could be wrong on this. I mean, obviously, the, the there's no superstars on uh, either side, on either one of these teams. Uh, historically, there's not much there. Uh, quality of soccer between these two nations are, are very, very low. Uh, both of them um, would be in pot number four. Uh, Saudi Arabia was in pot number four. Um, but I think Saudi Arabia knows that they got lucky getting into this group. And I'm pretty sure they see an opening, so it could very well be a very open match. It might be poor quality of soccer, but it's not going to be 
uh, where you see maybe a semifinal match where nobody really wants to give up anything and it's just going to be a very tight, you know, 1-0 game. This game might be open. I think both of these teams could very well just go for the jugular because um, they, they might see an, uh, an opening to advance. And Russia obviously does not want to be uh, get left behind in, in the group stages. So we could be proven wrong. Uh, who knows? Um, but guys, I'm going to ask you, uh, and I'm going to ask for every single group, what matchup in this group are you most looking forward to? What game or games are there that you are excited to watch in Group A? Bobby, let's start with you. Um, I would say the two teams that I actually believe that are the ones that are going to be coming out of that group is going to be Egypt and Uruguay. All right. So those are the ones that I'm going to be All looking right. really. Got a little ahead of ourselves. I was going to ask you who your two. Yeah, uh, that's just how it who is. your two picks right are going to be. So, <laughs> so the Egypt Uruguay game is the one that intrigues you the most. Yeah. Well, that's game number two. Yeah, I think. I think for the most part, um, games that intrigue us the most are probably going to be the between the two teams that are going to get out of the group probably. for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. For the most part. But having said that, uh, I was going to pick Egypt and Uruguay as well. But uh, just to make it a little bit different, I'm going to go with. Egypt and Russia because I have a feeling that those are the two teams that are going to be fighting for that for that spot in the in the in the final game. I believe that's the final game, right, Lewis of the group. The final game will be Russia versus Uruguay, actually. Russia versus Uruguay. Okay, so second game is Russia versus Egypt. Yes. For Russia, I think that that's going to make or break their position in the group. Um, I actually agree with you. Uh, obviously, I uh, at looking at the groups for the first time, I'm actually. Rooting for Uruguay and Egypt, um, Uruguay being a South American side, you know, one of ours, we'll, we'll call it. Uh, I'm rooting for them. And uh, Egypt, I believe, well, at least for me and David, was one of our teams to watch. So we're, uh, you know, we're definitely going to be rooting for them. Um, Russia is the host um, and FIFA is going to FIFA. So it's very possible that just because they are the host... They're going to get out of the group. Only one host nation has failed to get out of the groups, uh, and that was South Africa in 2010. It wasn't by much. Um, if I had to take a guess, it would be Uruguay and Egypt, um, and that would be my game to watch, which is game number two of the tournament. Um, the other interesting matchup is Russia versus Egypt, and I do think it's an extremely important matchup because depending on how Egypt and Uruguay play out, um, I suspect that Russia will beat Saudi Arabia. They would be three points. They would need more than likely another win, and they should secure them the uh, the uh, the advancement. Um, I, I would have to pick Uruguay over Egypt, but I think it's going to be a tight game. It may very well be uh, a draw. Um, and uh, around the same time, Uruguay would be playing against Saudi Arabia. That's Uruguay's for sure. Egypt would have to win that game just to keep pace, and that would, at that point, theoretically make it um, Uruguay and Egypt with four points and Russia with three points. So it is going to be a tight game. And uh, yeah, Egypt and Russia, it seems to be like um, the strategical game uh, yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think well, behind the uh, Egypt-Uruguay, I think Russia-Egypt would be the most strategical game to watch as far as who uh, will advance out of uh, Group A. So there we are. I think we all have... Uh, Egypt, Uruguay, and then Russia as the dark horse coming out of Group A. So uh, moving on to Group B, this one is uh, headed by Portugal, and uh, they will be joined by Spain, Morocco, and Iran. Now, 
Spain is in here. Now, regardless of what group Spain was put in, with the exception of maybe Russia's group or Poland's group, you had the potential of being the group of death because you have another team that should have been a seed but got put into pot number two. Now, how did this happen? How did Spain end up in pot two but Poland in pot one? Well, it's based on the rankings, and the rankings are flawed, to say the least. But Poland was able to loophole their way into one of the top eight uh, rankings because they scheduled zero friendlies. So the <laughs> only games that they had to play were their World Cup the qualifications, yeah. their qualifiers or Euro Cup if it went uh, back uh, that far. But in order for this to work, you had to win all your games. Well, Poland only lost one game in World Cup qualifying and therefore loopholed their way into one of the top eight just above Spain. So I really can't hate on that. I, I mean, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was going to be something to do with Lewandowski. I'm sure that uh, the reason they were winning games was it had to do with Lewandowski, <laughs> sure. Uh, but um, no, that is the reason why Poland is a seed and Spain isn't. But Because they, they didn't call in uh, David Villa enough. <laughs> they yeah they were off by a couple points I think so yeah maybe David Villa would have made the difference but so Spain ends up with Portugal's group which seems to be the premier uh, game in the entire group's uh, stages mm -hmm. um, and this is one of the groups that people um, have called the group of death but they're what? only yes they're, and they're only talking about Port I mean they're only seeing Portugal and Spain yes these are two teams that are going to go out, but that's pretty much it. Iran has absolutely no chance of beating Portugal or Spain, and Morocco may pose a, a stiffer challenge than Iran will, but I don't see Portugal or Spain losing to Morocco either. No. So I just think the winner of the Portugal-Spain game is going to be the, uh, the winner of Group B, but I don't see how this could possibly be the group of death, and yet, statistically, they said that this is the toughest group. But I'm going by because Spain is in there with Portugal, not because the other two have mm -hmm. a legitimate shot at advancing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to me, to me, this doesn't seem like a hard group at all. It's it, it's it's other than uh, it seems Colombia, other than Group H. This is the easiest group in, in the pot. I, I think, and we'll get to that as well. But no, I, I I see this as a cakewalk for both Portugal and Spain, minus the the first game. Um, I, Morocco, like I said, I, I think Morocco. We might be underestimating them, but to say that they can knock off Spain or Portugal, I think that's... That's pretty hard. That, that's I mean, pretty hard. I mean, we've seen it happen. Yeah, if they pull some kind of upset on either one of those, then obviously, you know, it, it'll throw things awry. But more than likely, it would have to be that Morocco upsets, uh, you know, beats Iran and then upsets either sport, uh, Spain or Portugal and then Iran secures a tie of somewhere. So it would be... Highly unlikely that Portugal and Spain are not getting out of this. Group. I would have more than likely. I would have Morocco getting a tie against one of the other teams, and I'm looking at Portugal rather than Iran doing anything because I even have Morocco beating uh, Iran in, in their game. And, and and I'll go as far as to say that my game of intrigue here is going to be Morocco Portugal. I would. I mean, the, the obvious pick, and everyone's going to be. Uh, agreeing with this is is Portugal versus Spain and obviously yeah. yes we're all That's looking at that and yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it, it's hard not to choose that game because as we said that is the premier match of the entire group phase but strategically wise yes I think Portugal Morocco might be the game to watch 
um, if Morocco has a chance to get out of the uh, the groups, I think this is the game where they would need to make some sort of splash, whether it be a tie or a straight win. Uh, we saw what Ghana did uh, against Portugal in 2014. Yeah. But, well, uh, I think it's Portugal, a Portugal underperformed in 2014. I don't think they're going to do that again this year. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that again this year either. Um, I, I have Portugal and Spain coming out of it. Um, I'm pretty sure both of us uh, uh, here, uh, all three of us here agree. Uh, who do you think wins that first game, Portugal or Spain? Bobby? Mm, Spain. Mm, I have this as a draw. I think the easy pick is the draw here. Con- confidence of three. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle. That sounds about right. I have Spain. Uh, I'll give it a confidence of two. Um, (laughs) we're just preparing this is not official we will have balls and vodka by the way uh but we're not doing it six months before the game like tetris and vodka or something like that tetris and vodka i mean that's our opening theme song for it okay but all right so there it is that 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 is our uh, group b analysis let's move on to group c uh this group is seated by france they will be joined by Australia, Peru, and Denmark. Um, interestingly enough, the two final teams to qualify for uh, the World Cup, Australia and Peru, are uh, grouped together. Um, also interesting is that if um, if the the draw for the playoffs were a little different. Um, and Asia, the age, the fifth place Asian team had to play against a fifth place South American team. This would have been the game, and now they're put into the same group. So um, I think that's actually kind of interesting that um, that it would have worked out that way. Um, I have France and Denmark coming out of uh, this group. Mm. Bobby, what is uh, what is your pick? I'm I'm actually. Well, first of all, France for sure, and then I'm gonna go with the underdog Peru. Yeah, I, I, my heart wants to say Peru, um, and I'm gonna be rooting for Peru in every single one of these games. Um, again, th- these are our teams to watch. I had said France. Uh, I think we all had said Peru. So obviously, we're gonna be looking at that game um, as far as, uh, at least for me personally, that's the game I'm kind of looking at here. Um, David, you're picks to come out of group c well i think france is is a a no-brainer um and then for me it's between denmark and peru the for me the intriguing matchup here is going to be uh the denmark peru game um and i think the winner of that goes out of the group as well or 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 makes it out of the group as well i agree with with france i agree with you 100 i think the winner of the peru denmark wait wait wait. but if the rumors are true and jürgen klinsman uh heads up australia then I have to give Australia no chance at all. <laughs> I had given them very little chance to begin with. I, um, uh, if you've watched, uh, especially the uh, the second leg when they were at home uh, against Honduras, it uh, you can tell that the quality of soccer there is uh, is not good. Uh, I know that Peru is. <laughs> the lights just turn on, y'all. Uh, look, Australia. Australia still has Cahill. Cahill can knock a header in pretty well. I think I, 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 I think that Australia isn't as bad as you think it will be. They think you think they might be, but they will not make it out of the group. 
I think, yeah. Well, well, you know what? I don't see Australia winning any single one of these, uh, any single one of these games. Do you want to just do that on that now? No, it's okay. We can continue. I just yeah, think continue. we're laughing because everything's turning on. Yeah. Are you sure? Right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've done 20 fun. minutes of this podcast. Yeah. All right. So we all got uh, France going through. Um, Denmark and Peru seem to be the ones that are fighting for the second uh uh, the second team, uh, which seems to be fair. Um, I have Denmark, but I'm obviously going to be rooting for Peru here. Uh, let's move on to Group D. It's headed by Argentina, and they will be joined by Iceland, Croatia, and Nigeria. Iceland, welcome to the World Cup. You get two-time champion and defending runner-up Argentina. Um, that That's going to be such a fun match. Um, and I, I assume that the majority of the stadium will be... Uh, Iceland fans, and as we've stated before, um, unless you're playing against Iceland, you're rooting for Iceland. So it seems the whole planet will be rooting against Argentina in this game. Um, who do you guys Who do you guys got coming out uh, in uh, Group D? In Group D, wow. Okay, so first of all, Argentina, absolutely, they're gonna be coming out, and I just I'm biased, man. Iceland, Iceland. Uh, you know, Bobby. Whoa. Bobby jokes about being biased and how, like, Iceland's, you know, you, you just want to root for them because, you yeah, know, they're, they're, too, they're the underdog. They're the Cinderella story. I I think they have a legitimate shot yeah, of, of getting out of this group. And in this group, yes, they do. And and for me, the intriguing matchups are any, any of Iceland's game except for Argentina. Uh, I think we all know how that one's going to go. But I think that Iceland is going to surprise Croatia and probably have a leg up on Nigeria, and uh, I think Iceland gets through with Argentina. All right. Uh, Bobby, your intriguing game, same thing, every, every Iceland game? The most intriguing game would be the, the opening game with, between Argentina and Iceland. That's yeah. the most intriguing game for me. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree there. I have Argentina, and uh, I'm obviously going to be rooting for Iceland. Um, I, I do think they do have a legitimate shot at getting out of this group. And if it's not Iceland, I'm going to say Croatia. Um, I think they're kind of a, um, I don't want to say they're a strong team, but I do believe that they are a team that can uh, turn some heads in this tournament. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say Argentina, Croatia here for me, uh, but Iceland is going to be uh, a formidable foe for any one of these uh, uh, teams here. Um and it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Argentina performs. I think Bobby had said this in our last pod that it's one of his teams to watch because he's. He, we should all be uh, intrigued by this uh, Argentina side who who had so much trouble um, qualifying for the World Cup. So it's going to be interesting. Is it going to be the team that you know has all these world class players who are going to support Messi, or is it going to be a bunch of world class players looking to rely? on Messi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Bobby had said that uh, in our last pod, and obviously it, it's going to hold true in this group here. Um, people are calling this one a group of death. That's insane. I thought the same thing. I thought Argentina had a cakewalk uh, the first time what, around. Which one you would call them. But, but I know we got to get But there. no, uh, they, they, this is another group of death uh, that, that people are saying. In fact, this is like the, as of right now, statistically the group of death. And uh, most people agree with that. And I find it kind of interesting. The more and more I look at it, I can see how, how um, 
it might be a little tougher for Argentina than the first time uh, around. Um, I still think Argentina should be a favorite to get out of the group. But uh, again, I don't necessarily see this as a group of death either. No. So um, I just think that that's kind of weird. Uh, let's go ahead and move Not on. The Not the, <laughs> like I said, I don't think there really is one. Uh, moving on to Group E. Um, I can pick one out, but I don't. I wouldn't say it is definitively. That's my point, that there is no definitive yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so Group E is headed by Brazil. Uh, they will be joined by Switzerland, <laughs> Costa Rica, and Serbia. Um, guys, who do you guys got coming out of Group E? Uh, for me, it's Brazil and Costa Rica. Um, I have uh, Brazil and Costa Rica. If um, if I'm really honest with you, like super wild prediction. I don't know if you want to call this a hot take or not. Brazil doesn't get out of the group. That's it's. I know. No. I know. I know. It's very unlikely. Everybody's predicting that this it's group, probably going to be a Brazil know. win, may a, a run to the final. I think they're going to underperform. I really do. Really? Yeah. I don't think they're going to underperform in the group. I think once they're out of the group, they will. I think. Uh, I think they get surprised more than once, and are on the outside looking in. I think their toughest game is the first one against Switzerland. Um, obviously, the talent level between these two teams are very far in between. Right. Uh, I think it's a mental thing. It has that. to be a mental thing here. I, but I, I do think that Brazil has been flying high ever since the, their Olympic victory um, a couple years ago. And um, they've been riding that wave. Um, they were the first team to qualify in the hardest region uh, to qualify from. Um and in their friendlies, again, they're looking uh, like they got some of that swag back. Um, Switzerland is probably their toughest opponent here. I think if they get by Switzerland, I think a lot, um, you'll be able to tell quite a bit uh, in that first game. But Brazil historically has, in World Cups, have has always started slow and then pick up as the tournament right. goes on. Um, I think you might have an opposite effect here. Um, but Brazil is actually one of my teams uh, to make to uh, the, the semifinals. Um, I have Brazil coming out of this. I also have uh, – obviously, I, I want to root for Costa Rica being one of ours. But I, I, if I'm being honest with myself, I think it's Brazil and Switzerland coming out of this group. Um, I don't think lightning strikes twice for Costa Rica uh, mm. this time around. Uh, they are in a significantly weaker group in, this year than they were last year, and they were still able to win that group. I don't think it strikes twice here. Uh, that's just me. Uh, your most intriguing matchup? What do you guys got? I have a feeling there's. I have a feeling there's going to be some great importance within the game between Switzerland and Costa Rica. And, yeah, that's and, who I have as well. And I agree with that as well. I think it's very easy to pick any of Brazil's uh, games. Uh, the strategically, I do believe that Costa Rica and Switzerland should determine who comes out of uh, Group E along with Brazil. Um, let's go ahead and move on to Group F. This group is seeded by Germany. They will be uh, joined by Mexico, Sweden, and uh, South Korea. Um, so this may be my group of death. So initially, I had this as a group of yeah. death as this, well. This is one hundred percent the group of death. Do you really think so? Yes. Okay. So I I would have said this was the this group is of my call, and a lot of people are saying that this is also a group yeah. of death. Those no, are the but three. Those, but but people are saying Argentina Iceland is group of death. That's crazy. But maybe it's Group H Poland and 
A lot of, Poland. And that's the fourth that's one. That's crazy. That's the fourth one. We haven't got to group that's H yet, crazy. so let's go back to group F. So as the, the draw was happening, group People F stupid. Group Group F was for me, uh when the first three were picked. Oh and well, I'm sorry. Even when Mexico was drawn into this, Mexico is another one in pot number two where you had the potential for another group of death along with Spain because Mexico um, has made it out of their groups ever since like 1982 or so. So it's it's almost like a certainty that they will get out of the groups and it's almost a certainty that they will be eliminated in the round of 16. But by they were also by Argentina. Uh, actually, this time it would be Brazil. Um, but No, they play, they but, play well against Brazil. Uh, but well, we'll get to that. Um, Mexico is one of those teams that are, you know, a lot of people will complain they always give us a hard group, but it's their skill level and where they are and what they can accomplish that they're prone to being into a group of death. The United States had the same problem. Like you can, on your best days, you can get out of any single group you're put into as 2014 showed, or you can just lay an egg, um, so um, the United States is, uh, has a lot of potential of being put into a group of death. Um, so for me, um, Group F, when Sweden was announced, you, you kind of figure that at that point, this is an automatic group of death. But Sweden, as tough as they are, I don't see them getting out of this group. I think it's Germany and Mexico. Even, pretty, even with Slatan? Even with Slatan. And then you had South Korea. <laughs> and they're not going to do anything. They're not going to win a game. Uh, I don't think any Asian team has any chance of getting out of any one of these groups. Um, the only the only team in pot four <coughs> that I would say had a shot um, of making this an official group of death would have been Nigeria. But again, it would have been by name only. I still think Germany and Mexico get out of this group. I, I, rate, I rate Korea <laughs> above Nigeria even... Even given that they had a hard time in Korea, had a, a hard time in qualifying, I still rate them above Nigeria. Mm -mm. I have Nigeria above um, South Korea here, but it doesn't matter. They're both going to be eliminated. Um, obviously, behind Portugal and Spain, the premier matchup in the groups is going to be Germany and Mexico. And um, I have both of these guys coming out. The Mexico Sweden game. I think that strategically will be the, the game me, to watch. For me, that's the one that's going to be the upset. I think. <coughs> so you think Sweden upsets Mexico? Yep. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. That's the upset, huh? I think. Uh, if I think. I think the intriguing matchup is the first matchup is Germany Mexico because that'll determine what the other what the rest of the group has to be like. Well, I think. I mean, <sighs> the winner of that game is gonna is is going to the. Or, Sorry, the loser of that game is going to have to work really hard to make it out of that group. Really? Yeah. I don't think. Well, I, I don't think anyone's losing to South Korea. Um, I don't think Germany loses any one of their games, which puts Mexico in a in a tough spot because when you lose your first game, you put yourself in, in quite a hole. There, there's really not any room for mistake here. I have Sweden being South Korea, which means that Germany and Sweden would have three points after game one, which makes Mexico and Sweden the most important game. But Mexico uh, loses this game. They're out. Mm -hmm. um, if they tie... Well, I've seen the microscope. If they, if they tie, it would depend on goal differential. If I have, I have Mexico being South Korea, I have Germany being Sweden. That would have Mexico and Sweden both at four points. Goal differential is going to play 
uh, a huge factor. Who can blow out South Korea uh, uh, more? But I think Mexico yeah, I think, and Sweden. I think, yeah, I, I think that's a that's a dangerous gamble to have to take, and in a in a weird way to to look at it because I I do think that Korea could find an upset and 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 really turn the group upside down. Really, except for you know, except for Germany. I, unless that upset happens to be. Tying against Germany, I, I don't see Mexico losing. I, I don't see Germany or Mexico losing the, to South Korea. I honestly don't see Sweden losing South Korea here. I think you're giving South Korea a, a lot more credit than you should. I, I, this isn't the 2002 South Korean team, no. um, and uh, I don't know. That, that's just my personal opinion. I, I think Germany and Mexico come out of this group, and it's it's pretty much a cakewalk for either one. Um, the winner of the Germany Mexico game is going to determine uh, who ends up first in the group and who avoids Brazil, assuming Brazil wins their group, because the uh, first place in Group E, which we assume is going to be Brazil, will play the second place in Group F, which we assume will be Mexico. So um, just from a fan's point of view, I don't want to see Brazil and Germany in the round of 16. That's just... right. That, that's just and, sucks. And, sucks. and Brazil doesn't want to see Germany in the round. And Brazil season. doesn't want to see Germany. And let's be honest, Germany doesn't want to see Brazil that early either. They're, they want to go at least into the semifinals before uh, two of these teams go together. Um, so um, it's it's tough for Mexico. Um, but as you said, they do, normally do play Brazil well. But I think uh, they played well in 2014, a very weakened uh, Brazil side, a, a, a side that wasn't anywhere near a shadow of their former self. I think they're getting some of that back. I don't think that Mexico has uh, uh, easy a time this even, time around. Even with Neymar crying at you know leaving leaving uh, leaving training at PSG and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's going right. on. Let's go ahead and move on to Group G. This one is headed by Belgium. They will be joined by Panama, Tunisia, and England. And if you talk about a cakewalk, Group G is the cakewalk. Belgium and England will be the last game of the group, and both of them should have six points by then. So you're basically just seeing who wins the group. I have – there's nothing in here that screams upset, whether it be from Panama or Tunisia, on either one of Belgium or England. I'm there with you. Yeah, I think – I think the intriguing matchup here is Panama and England, but uh, only because you want to see the underdog CONCACAF team try and conquer the posh and polished English right. team. Um, although I don't necessarily see this as, as an intriguing matchup. Obviously, Belgium and England is the uh, the premier match here. Um, it is the game that I'm kind of most uh, forward-looking uh watching because not saying it'll happen but you kind of have to figure that they have that Trinidad and Tobago game that they had versus Sweden in 2006 Mm -hmm. where they ended up getting a point um, away from Sweden which was a huge upset Uh, Trinidad and Tobago's only World Cup appearance and they were able to get that point against a much uh, superior Swedish team this would be the game for me that Panama and England is probably more vulnerable than Belgium is. So if Panama has a game of their life and they defend with everything that they have, um, and England does England, then I think Panama sneaks in that point, or this is the game that they would sneak in that point against one of the big dogs. Yeah. But I don't see it happening. I think uh, Belgium and England have a cakewalk 
um, coming out of these groups here. And I think it's pretty unanimous across uh, across the planet. Mm. And finally, in Group H, our adopted team is in Group H. Uh, the seed is Poland, and they're joined by Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. Now, as a Colombia fan, as I'm watching the draw, I was happy for several reasons. For one, with the exception of being drawn into Russia's group, we got into another team that probably isn't a legitimate seed, rather a loopholed one. So we avoided the Portugal, the Germanys, the Belgium, and the Frances. You couldn't, uh, they could not be in Brazil and Argentina's group. Um, you look at uh, their first game in Japan. Colombia absolutely dismantled Japan in 2014, and it wasn't even close. In fact, I think they were just toying with them uh, in the second half. Um, so you got that going for you. And then Senegal, um, though a tricky opponent, I don't see um, Colombia really struggling against Senegal. I think they'll give them a stiff challenge. Um, although I know this is not the same team um uh, from 2014, if they play the way they did in 2014, Colombia absolutely runs away with this group. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's an intriguing matchup in this entire yeah, group. I, yeah. You know, the funny thing is, is that everybody that I've heard on social media and on TV disagree with you guys and say that this is the most intriguing uh, group in all of it because it's the most even one and that any single one of these come out. can come out. And I thought that was really interesting. First of all, I don't give Japan any chance of coming out of this group. I have Colombia coming out of this group and it's between Poland and Senegal and I still say uh Poland I gets would say there. Poland, but yeah. For me with the exception of any Colombia's uh, of Colombia's games and for obvious reasons, every single one of their games is going to be intriguing to me. I'm saying Poland and Senegal is the strategic game here. Whoever comes out of that game will probably end up coming out of the groups and it is the first game of the group. Mm. So, what is your intriguing matchup here? Bobby, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, like I already, I, I'm already picking like you, Colombia and Poland to come out of the group. But the most intriguing match for me, I don't know, Poland Senegal. David, I, like I said, I don't have one in this group. Like yeah. this is not intriguing to me at all. Really? I, like I could skip Group H, assuming that Colombia is going to come out. I think um, I don't know who else comes out either. Maybe I, Poland. I, I think Poland does come out. I, I don't even see Japan coming out of this group. I don't see how anybody can say that Japan is on par with any of the other three teams in Group H. Um, Watch, they're going to come out at the top. They're probably going to win the group, mm-hmm. right. I think Senegal is a tricky opponent. But if they call in a player like Clement D up to that squad, it can't be <laughs> that good, right? <laughs> wow. Uh, well, uh, hold on. We don't have to talk about Clement D up anymore. He is not... A galaxy player. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, the quality that they're that they're calling in. Um, so yeah, that th- that is our uh, our you know initial predictions and al- analysis of the groups of the eight seeded teams, with the exception of Russia. Which seed do you think is the most vulnerable to not get out of the groups? Which which, which team seeded is the team? Most... Which seeded team is the most vulnerable to be eliminated in the group stages? Go Dave first. Brazil. Brazil. Wow. It's funny. <laughs> I, I just really have a hard on for not liking Brazil. Um, <laughs> yeah, you do. Right? Other than other than Poland and, and and Russia, right? Obviously, I think uh, from the traditional powers, I really do think that 
this is going to be one of those fluky World Cups. That, now, that I do agree with. And then it's possible that Brazil doesn't make it out. Wow. All right. Bobby. I don't know, man. They um, could they could France it. They could, they could Italy it. Interesting. I have a feeling Brazil is going to be fine this World Cup. Like, they're not going to be the same team. Like, we, you, you, like you mentioned a couple of times, and what we've seen in the past few years, they're, they've, they've, I'm going to use your term, they've they gotten their swagger back. Um, I don't know. Germany? <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> okay, Germany. Yes. I actually didn't think you. I I figured maybe even Belgium you would say before Germany. I was gonna but, go there, but no, I think okay. I'm gonna go. Well, I'm gonna go Argentina, uh, hmm. in, in this one. Yeah, um, that's plausible. Um, they you got to remember that uh, Argentina played uh, against Nigeria in a friendly uh, a, a couple weeks back. They were up two zero at halftime. They ended up losing that game four to two. Um, this is a very weakened Argentina side that really does rely a lot on Messi. They don't give him support. Um, I think that Iceland, we have said that they're going to be a tricky opponent. Yes, they are Cinderella's. Yes, they are the uh, rookies making their debut. But I don't think they're pushovers. And then Croatia has a pretty solid team. Uh, not one that can make a run to the, the title, but I think one that can turn some heads. I think Argentina, should they rely the way they've been, you know, on Messi and the way they've been playing through qualifying, I think Iceland and Croatia and even Nigeria can sneak in a, a couple points out of them, um, which would put them in danger. Um, if that's the case, each one of these games um, can be very um, tricky for Argentina. So, and maybe that's where they're getting the, the group of death, uh, you know, moniker in this group from but i actually have argentina as the most vulnerable uh out of uh, of all the seeds i still think they're going to get out of the groups but i think that if they don't make it it honestly would not surprise me brazil would actually surprise me um but well there you go guys that is uh lasr house's uh world cup analysis of a 2018 world cup um we will have a balls and vodka a little closer to the tournament. We don't want to make our bets six months in advance. A lot can happen between now and June. Uh, we've already seen a couple uh, coaching uh, changes. Um, there could be very uh, well be more. There's still a long European season left. Players can get hurt. So we'll leave our uh, predictions and bets uh, till maybe like you know sometime in May or maybe the beginning like first week of June or something. Um, but uh, yeah. All right, guys. Any last words, David? Um, other than uh, the news that uh, Grant Wall just broke that Sunil Gulati is strongly considering not running for U.S. soccer president again, um, I would be excited about this, except he probably will run for it again. And the fact that he's not um, fired or, <laughs> or removed from the position altogether is, uh, is still maddening. I think if he's strongly considering, I think he's conceding that he probably will not win the re-election and just probably just quit before it actually happens. Maybe. That's what I'm reading into that. But that's just my opinion. Right. And We'll see. And we'll see. On to the next pod. We'll, uh, we'll, you guys will find yes out later. sir. Wanalda, you got my support. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is L.A. Is Our House. Overtime penalty show. This is David and Lewis saying goodbye. Bye. Viva Colombia. This is Bobby. Bye. Sorry for the bad report. Bye.